if you wanted a McDonald's hamburger, would you even necessarily think about going to McDonald's if you didn't have any money? No, you wouldn't. What would you do first? You'd first get the money, right? And, and you know, when you ask God for something, what do we call that? Prayer. So before I would even ask the McDonald's attendant for a hamburger, I'm going to make sure I got the money. Before I even pray to ask God for what I need, I'm going to make sure I got the money. Are you all with me? So I may say, sir, how do I get the money? Because I know I need the money before I can buy what I need. Are you all following me? 1 Corinthians 12, and let's look at, first, let's look at verse 4. Now, there are diversities of gifts, but the same Spirit. And there are differences of administrations, but the same Lord. And there are diversities of operations, but it is, is the same God which worketh all in all. But the manifestation of the Spirit is given to every man to profit withal. For to one is given by the Spirit the word of wisdom, to another the word of knowledge by the same Spirit, to another faith by the same Spirit, to another the gifts of healing by the same Spirit, to another the working of miracles. Now, this word miracle is the Greek word dynamis. Dynamis, which is power. Say power. That we, this word comes from where we get the word dynamite, which means explosive power. That's the power that God gives us. That's the power that's working on the inside. Praise the Lord. The, the, our foundation text today in 1 Peter says that we are kept by the dunamis, dynamic, miracle-working power of God. Praise the Lord. Now go to Genesis 8 for a moment. Because I made a statement and I said that, that miracles are not necessarily the spectacular. And we said that miracles is a deviation from the known laws of nature. A deviation from the known laws of nature. Genesis 8, and let's look at verse 22. Are you there? Say amen if you're there. While the earth remaineth, seed, time, and harvest, and cold in winter, and summer in winter, and day and night shall not see. So seed, time, and harvest shall not stop. How does the kingdom of God work? The kingdom of God is as a man sows seed into his field, right? The kingdom of God works by seed, time, and harvest. So sometimes what we do is we're asking God and we're believing God for a miracle, but we're asking him simply for the miracle without going through the process to receive the miracle. Do I need to say that again or did you get it? See, sometimes we just throw it out there. God, help. God, I need this. God, I need that. But that's not how he works. The kingdom of God has a specific order of operation. Are you with me? There is a way that it works, and it works this way every single time. And it always works. As a matter of fact, many of us operate in the kingdom of God in the wrong way. 
And that is there are times where we will say it just isn't working. And what have you done? You've sowed a seed that it's not working. And remember, you can't receive without faith. Faith is what causes you to receive from God. So as long as the earth remains, seed time and harvest. So let me give you an example. If a miracle is a deviation from the known laws of nature and someone receives an instant miracle. I'll tell you a story. Um, church I used to go to, uh, the pastor used to minister. I don't know if I share this with you all or not. Um, used to minister in Canada. He'd go to the Indian reservations or the, what do they call them? Uh, the, like, Aborigines, that, that type of thing. And they were there, he was there for a meeting, and, and one of the chief's sons had a broken leg. He fell through the ice uh, when he was ice fishing and broke his leg, had a cast on his leg. Have I told you the story? No. And the Indian people are, are much different than you all would be here this morning. They're very quiet. They, they look straight ahead, they listen, but they don't respond very much. There's not a lot of changes in, in their facial expressions. They just look and they listen. Well, he's in the middle of preaching on miracles and on faith and on healing, and all of a sudden the chief's son interrupted him in the middle of preaching. And he said, if what you say is true, then I should be able to walk around and my leg is healed. He said, that's right, your leg is healed. In the name of Jesus, your leg is healed. He said, well, then I should be able to take this cast off right now if I'm healed. He said, that's right. We can take it off right now. And he got up with the cast on, and he started running around the room. They went and got a saw. They cut his cast off, and his leg was every withhold just like that. Now, that leg would have been healed in four to six weeks because there is a process of healing that's going on inside the body. But what a miracle does is it deviates from the natural course and it speeds it up just like that. Miracles are constantly coming toward you and going away from you. Faith causes you to receive it. Think about healing for a moment. Jesus said in Mark 16 that, that these signs shall follow them that believe. They shall lay hands on the sick and they shall... Recover. Well, recovery is a process. So whether it's six seconds or 60 days, recovery is coming. But when the miracle working power of God gets on the scene, it'll deviate from the normal course of, of operation and speed it up. Praise the Lord. I'm believing for some popcorn. Microwave popcorn. Stick it in, push the button, and pop. Glory to God. Okay, now go to Acts chapter 2. Praise the Lord. We're just getting started today. We're just starting this, this, this subject. Lord willing, not this week, but the following Wednesday, we'll be ministering on miracles every Wednesday. Glory to God. This week, we're going to finish up a message that we've been ministering on living carefree. And I've heard a lot of testimony so far from that. We need to live carefree. Glory to God. Acts chapter 2. 
And let's look at verse 22. You men of Israel, hear these words. Jesus of Nazareth, a man approved of God among you by miracles and wonders and signs which God did by him in the midst of you as you yourselves also know. Now, this word miracles is the Greek word dynamis. Dynamis, which is power. But notice in the King James, it's miracles. Are y'all with me? Now, I told you miracles were what? What's the definition of a miracle? Signs and wonders. A sign and a wonder. This word miracle is power. That, that Greek word dynamis. Dynamic miracle working power. Now, go to uh, chapter 6. And verse 8. And Stephen, full of faith, and, are y'all there? Acts 6.8. And Stephen, full of faith and power, did great wonders. Now this word power, again, is dynamis. Where we just saw it was miracles, now it's translated power. It's the same Greek word, dynamis, and did great wonders. This word is that word, um, which means signs or wonders, and miracles, which is that Greek word, semion, which we read a few moments ago, which is signs and wonders, among the people. He did these acts, these miracles among the people. And I want you to keep in mind what we're talking about here because we want to know why do we see these miracles? Why does God do these miracles? Go to um, Acts chapter 8. And verse 13, then Simon himself believed also when he was baptized. He continued with Philip and wondered, beholding the miracles and signs which were done. Now again, this word miracles is dynamis or power, dynamic miracle working power. Explosive power. Praise Lord. You ever watch those uh, shows where they uh, knock down a building and they remove it? What do they call that? They implode it and they set all those charges? That's dynamite or whatever type of explosion they're using. That's this word power. Explosion. Glory to God. So he says that he was watching them because of the power and Miracles, which is signs and wonders, which is that Greek word, samion. Now go to uh, Mark chapter 16. St. Mark chapter 16. And let's look at verse 15. And he said unto them, Go ye into all the world. Now, who is he talking to? Talking to us, talking to his disciples. And preach the gospel. Now, this word preach means proclaim. And what are they supposed to proclaim? 
the gospel, and we're going to look at what the gospel is in just a moment. To every creature, he that believeth and is baptized shall be saved. Now, a couple things to note here. This word believeth is the Greek word faith, pistis. He that believeth and is baptized. Now, when you believe on the name of the Son of God, when you believe on Jesus Christ, what happens to an individual? They get born again, right? Jesus comes to live inside their heart. And then he says, and baptized. So baptized here would not just be uh, to be born again, but it would also refer to being baptized in water, right? And, and, and that's in uh, Acts chapter 4 as well, which we're not going to look at today. So he says, he that believeth and is baptized shall be saved, and he that believeth not shall be damned. And these signs, now this word sign is miracle, or the Greek word samion, which means signs and wonders. And again, I asked you, why does he do signs and wonders? Why is it important for God to have the demonstration of signs and wonders in the earth? And we'll answer in just a few moments. But think about everywhere that Jesus went. He did miracles, and what did people do? They believed in him. He did miracles, and they believed in him. Glory to God. These miracles, and that's what I put in my Bible, because it is the same word as miracles. Miracles is a sign and a wonder, but a miracle helps my thinking. Amen? So he says, miracles shall follow them that believe. How many believers are in the house? If you're a believer, what should be following you? Miracles. Miracles. Signs and wonders should be following them that believe. Yeah, now notice it doesn't say Christian. But a believer, a Christian is a believer. But not all Christians necessarily believe. Are you following me? I mean, I, I have to check myself regularly on areas in my life. Am I in faith? Am I using God's word and believing God about this situation? Or am I just trying to do it in my own strength and in my own mind and in my own thinking? And one way you can begin to realize you're doing it in yourself is when you feel like you're about to pass out, when you feel like you're about to faint, when you feel like I can't make it anymore. How do you know you're, you're operating in your own strength? Because if you were operating in God's strength, you wouldn't be weak. Now, you might have those thoughts that come to you, but at the same time, you'll be strong in faith, giving glory to God when you're resting on his word. That's why it's so important that you put the word of God in you every day. At Word of Faith, every member reads their scriptures Monday through Friday. At Word of Faith, we read our chapters Monday through Friday. We just finished Matthew chapter 25. Glory to God. We finished our first five weeks. Praise the Lord. And if you'd like to join us, you can catch up. You can read 25 chapters today. It should take you a couple hours. Amen. We'll give you a bookmark at the end of service. Praise the Lord. And it has all the, the dates and stuff that we're doing. These signs shall follow, these miracles, them that believe. They shall cast out devils. How many cast out demons this week? Praise the Lord. We went to, yesterday we had a men's fellowship um, over at, uh, 
the bowling alley, Kennedy Bowling Alley. Men had a great time. We had a lot of fun bowling together. And I'm getting ready to leave, and I'm walking up the stairs, and here comes Winston. Pastor, 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 I need your card. And, and, and I got my pocket and pulled out a business. I said, he said, I said, what's going on? He said, we just got the person on the next lane saved, and I need to give him a card so, so we, we, he can follow up with us. These signs shall follow them that believe. We should be getting people saved, filled with the Holy Ghost, cast out demons, lay hands on the sick, and they'll recover. Amen. Hallelujah. Verse 18, they shall take up serpents or snakes, and if they drink any deadly thing, it shall not harm them. Now go to Mark chapter 9. Mark chapter 9. And let's look at verse 39. But Jesus said, forbid him not, for there is no man which shall do a miracle in my name that can lightly speak evil of me. And this word miracle here is the Greek word dunamis, dynamis, or power. Praise the Lord. Luke 22, I'm sorry, Luke 23, verse 8. You can just write this one down. When Herod saw Jesus, he was exceeding glad, for he was desirous to see him of a long season, because he had heard many things of him, and he hoped to see some Miracle, or Samion, sign and wonder done by him. Now, was Herod a believer? No, he was, he was not a believer at all. And miracles are done for um, unbelievers. However, God will not do a miracle just to prove himself. And we're going to see that more and more. Now, go to St. John chapter 4. Praise the Lord. St. John 4 and verse 54. This is again a second miracle or Simeon or sign and wonder that Jesus did when he was come out of Judea into Galilee. This sign and wonder that God did was evidence of who Jesus was and so that people may believe. Look at chapter 6 and verse 14. Then those men, when they had seen the miracle that Jesus did, said, this is of a truth that prophet that should come into the world. And, and now here's the thing. When people see a miracle, it doesn't necessarily mean that they're going to believe. Miracles do not produce faith. And that's what's important to understand because there are times where people will pray and they'll say, if I could just see an angel, I would believe. If I could just see this or just see that, I would believe. But seeing a miracle doesn't produce faith. And what happens oftentimes is that when people do see a miracle, they'll deny that it was even a miracle. And, and they did that many times when it came to Jesus. 